0: Alright, welcome everybody to the Lost Beat 6 show. Uh, Eight, hey. just, just the DRE and myself, Punish Steve, today. Uh, yeah. We're, we're coming off a, a very strange and very sad weekend. Uh, uh, very in which, sad. In which... Uh, we, uh, we, a hero. We, we've
1: lost... To be honest, a hero. I, I, I don't... I'm not going to use that word often. Be for Hall of Fame. Be for Hall of Fame.
0: Um, uh, it's...
1: It's sad, an- Anthony Bourdain. One of the guys that really, at least for you, originally, you showed me him later, but yeah, know, for you, he he was really kind, not a guiding light. That's that seems no, too he corny, was. but no,
0: <laughs> you, yeah, you know, I realized, and I'm I've, I'm I'm currently working on an article uh, to post on the Lost Beat Six site. I uh, look forward to reading can, that. Kind of a reflection night, and we'll talk. I, I'll kind of go over the highlights with you tonight. Okay, cool. And um, uh, basically,
1: it's it's ju- uh, June eleventh, so we're three days after. Correct. Yes,
0: it was June eighth, and and it's interesting that um, we we look at the Beaver Hall of Fame, uh huh, and we look at who's in it. And I didn't realize. I mean, we kind of knew it. We in based on what we described as beef, and it's not really the healthiest lifestyle. No, and, certainly not. But I also kind of realized, you know, the people we look look into it. We I took I looked. I took a look at the list that we made a while back, maybe a year and a half ago.
1: It's been a little while, yeah. It's know. been a while.
0: <laughs> and you know, in the article, I, I mentioned like three or four people, and most of them. Uh, were either self-destructive or committed suicide in one shape or another or another yeah you know, like uh, like a hemingway or a thompson hunter s thompson yeah or a uh no Ker- doubt about kerouac that. drank himself to death
1: yeah he died of a uh,
0: socrates also any failure socrates also technically drank himself to death
1: well I, he uh <laughs> he beefed it harder than anyone ever he, he but uh, you know that's, that's a yeah. separate discussion yeah
0: so and I didn't realize, you know, like that's that's one of those things, you know, that you you wonder, you know, that that's one of the initial shocks of, like, you know, this is kind of, you know, our our, uh, uh, you know, what you know, path they chose, and you know, yeah, no,
1: um, to live the life they did, and then to choose to end it the way they did, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh it's an interesting discussion point, yeah. Outside of, obviously, being immediately, you know, really devastating. Yeah. And scary, kind of, going forward. This
0: one is particularly scary because, you know...
1: I feel like a lot of people that are not on the fence or on the edge or whatever, but, you know, a lot of people that kind of look to Tony as, like, a way of, you know, I can forget my life of you know whatever is bringing me down I can watch No Reservations I can watch Mm -hmm. Parts Unknown I can really feel like I'm being taken somewhere and I can really feel good because Tony was so good at really showing how different cultures different food like there's really a kind of a bigger picture similarity within all of us Mm -hmm. you know he really encouraged everyone to be less xenophobic and whatever. You know, I, I feel like he did an incredible job of showing the similarities in humans around the world. Yeah. And and
0: you would know this more than me. You watched more of his show. I, I did. And I think more than I realized, And I, I, I just looked back and it was only been five i've only known his i've been a fan of his work or aware of his work for five years it was like 2013 when ryan started you know first show me the u.s desert episode which is still my all-time favorite episode great episode and little did i realize that episode probably had more to do with what i envisioned like beef and it could be oh yeah you know like that was like a blueprint I didn't really quite realize it until now. That, no, it was yeah. S- not Extreme not influence time, of What but, we try, what, 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 you know, what I, at least I could provide to uh, what we do. Um, yeah, no, it's, um, if, if
1: you could write up a guy that's beefing it, that's not us, it'd be Tony Bourdain.
0: Oh, yeah. No doubts. And, and I'm, I can get my, my, The way I I express fandom or a following is is usually by being fairly obsessive about learning as much as I can to the point where I get like this encyclopedic, I can, I can, like uh, an encyclopedic breakdown of what, you know, this person's about. And it was very easy to do that with him because yeah, there's so got, much content he's out got, there he's got the books yeah, he's got the books got the shows he's got, got, the got the interviews sh- yeah. got everything and so it, it was one of those reasons where where um, yeah, by within five years I'd watched every single episode of no reservations yeah no I would not doubt that I'd watched I, I mean I bought and downloaded and watched every like like I would pick apart each one like okay like for example like June it was June 2013 where i first where ryan showed me the josh Hami, joshua tree right po, uh, episode i keep saying podcast episode <laughs> where they go to pappy and harriet's and they record at rancho de la luna and Shout out like to pappy and harriet's great uh, restaurant and dave catching and those guys at rancho are like oh you know what they do they drink they drink uh corvette summers they eat great drink they eat mesquite beef so good and they make music into the night yeah no I, it's, it's, like, well, this is the fucking life Yeah, no, it's it's going into
1: uh, a community that's not some fucking gentrified bullshit or whatever, which he was against, but you know, understood, you know, the kind of the benefits and negatives about everything, but you know, understanding a local scene, what makes it, what what makes the scene connect with everything, Mm -hmm. be it food, music, culture, anything, yeah, and he did he did such a good job of just. Showing it as it was, not not promoting anything, not not doing anything, but just letting you see a slice of it, you know. And and uh, that that's really how I felt. Yeah. Whenever I watched an episode, and
0: and it really felt authentic. And it would be to the point where, like, okay, well, I, I had this whole iTunes library, and this is why we watch all the shows on iTunes and not like some stream service it's because right. I just have access to it, and yeah. it just because uh, I bought. You know, I'd buy a little episode. Okay, I want to go to the Greek <laughs> islands. Okay, now I want to go to Rome. Now I want right, to go to. Right, Now I want to go to uh, Yeah, Turkey. no, it's it's like, it's a feeling of you can travel with this guy. Exactly, and it was mainly, and I, you know, I could compare him like, uh, and I, I also contrast him in the article to like, a, like a, another travel guy that I I respect, but is completely different. Is like a Rick Steves. Rick Steves. He's on PBS and he's he's got a traveling with Rick Steves. He's okay. got this very midwestern, like, oh hey, I'm Rick Steves, and I'm gonna go into. Oh I'm gonna hey, go, I'm going You're to have I, some pop. I'm going to Avignon, France today, where the <laughs> where the papacy was. And he te- he goes in there, he teaches the history, he takes you to all of the tourist traps, and then eats at some bistro that you never heard of, and like is not really that passionate about, like like oh my god, check this shit out. It's like, you know, and then you know he'll eat street food. He's not like you know he's not. It just wasn't nearly as engaging as just like the slice no, of no, life. No, not at all. No, where- no. With, with, with Tony, he really, he went for, he
1: wanted to know what makes a region or a city, a town, what makes it tick? Yeah. What is, what is the kind of driving force behind this area? And uh, food, of course, is number one. Yeah. We all have to eat. So, because he's covering food, he's going to always be at the heart of what's driving any local... Oh, yes, yeah.
0: ...anything. And he'll tell you that in every single interview, which I lo- I'll, I listen to every single interview I can get my hands on. Oh, he, he... I mean, just... A lot of them are the same, the same stories, because there's some sure, the books sure, and Sure, sure, he's being
1: interviewed by different people, he's got to tell the story, but... Um, just the uh, the understanding of what makes a a region, a town a tribe, whatever whatever scale it is. What makes it tick? It it has to involve food. Yeah. And for him to start with that and then really expand into, you know, it could be a history lesson. It could be anything, you know, an art movement. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's so many different angles he would go with in conjunction with the food because it's always present. It's always central to whatever thing is going on in any area because we all have to eat. Yeah. and So to see him do that so well was just incredible. Like, to see how he could tie food to the culture of an entire region and do it in a way that's really informative and unbiased and, and in the historical...
0: This, also human, where he's just like... Well... He'd be too cool for something. Above everything. You know,
1: like, kind of human, yeah. Yeah.
0: Where he's just like, you know, some, you know... He's like awkwardly you know some of those first episodes in the first season where you're like right. you know, he goes to Uzbekistan and like It's a great episode and, and, and Z- shout out to Zamir. I hope yeah. you're doing okay, man. This is a tough tough blow, man. It's the toughest. Like he's he's just gonna he's like he's like forcing Tony to go like dance with a belly dancer in a wedding (laughs) and he's just like flailing his arms awkwardly. It's one of the, the, he knows he's, you know, he's hating it totally, (laughs) but you know the crew is loving it Oh yeah, and it's making for, you know, it's a Bill Simmons great content moment and great content and you know, things like, or or even uh, the Vegas episode with Roman. Oh yeah. And it's like,
1: he might be my favorite. I'm like,
0: this is wrong. This is so, so (laughs) wrong. Like, and and those were the early episodes where he had like these staunch sort of machismo opinions and or, or sort of just like he had that kind of punk rock attitude, even though he was still just inquisitive. You know, he was trying just to inquisitive, you know, he probably became more. He had that kind of like the 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 more I know, like the the more I grow, the less I learn or the less. I know. Sure. One of those like what the, that George Harrison line from it's all too much, <laughs> you know. Um, the, far, I, the, I know the farther it's the farther it's the, it's that chinese problem for the inner light the farther one travels the less one knows you know and it's uh it's an interesting uh i won't i won't discuss that phrase
1: or I what i agree with it but yeah i i know what yeah. you mean
0: which and, and i find that just i find that phrase very enlightening but and and or not enlightening inspirational cuz it's just like oh i i love not knowing shit yeah but anyway, um, that's because learning shit is the coolest thing. It is, it is, and that's that's um, doesn't have to be food, doesn't have to be music. And he, he came, he came, Tony kind of came into a point in my time, and I will call him Tony because everybody called him Tony, and he probably we'll would shit, you know. And he kind of came to a point where, like, I was towards the end of my college career. Uh huh. And I was just ending it and I was learning about these things. I go, wow, this traveling and stuff is really cool. You know, Ryan Pressman and I were like, decided, okay, we got to go do this Papadine Heritage and we can go to the desert just like they did. But also, and that was, it was about a year I'd watched the shows and I finally realized, oh, I got to get his book. I got to get Kitchen Confidential.
1: That's one of the things that separated him from other TV chef personalities. He had such a way with words and his voiceovers.
0: It, it, really struck writing, you in a way yeah, his it,
1: writing his
0: writing is it jumps off the like page. The, the, the way he could
1: put a narrative on something mm-hmm. it's just i've never seen anything like it
0: and I, I thought it was i know my my probably my most important memory or at least my important like inkling is that for my my college uh, commencement ceremony and if you ever you know commencement ceremonies are pretty pretty god-awful in general you know, I don't care about the speeches, about traveling <laughs> on, the things you'll do, and then you have to wait. The places you'll go. You know, you know. here's, you know, throw the rule books out the window, be yourself. I, I just don't, I, I'm not one for commencement ceremonies. and um, Yeah, because they, they fucking suck. Of, of any kind. The high school ones are the worst because they have, you know, students making terrible speeches. But At our graduation, they were,
1: what, 20 valedictorians?
0: I thought it was 17, but it might as well be 20.
1: You know, uh, I don't want to get into it, but I was really miserable. I was also if miserable. If I ever have kids and they say, I don't want to walk, I'll be like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go fucking... We're going to Disneyland now. Fuck, a- fuck the mouse. And we're yeah. going somewhere else. We're going to uh, fucking Six Flags. Yeah. I don't know where we're going. Yeah, it, everybody, wore it, ain't, sh- it ain't graduation. It ain't the mouse.
0: Everybody wore a, sh- you know, a suit and tie for the college graduation. My mom goes, you can wear whatever you want. You graduated fucking college. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. right. So I wore my King Crimson Stark's uh, Lark's Tongues and Aspect nice. shirt, uh, k- tan khakis, shorts, and flip-flops. Excellent. you know. And I walked up. But the thing my, where I'm getting to is is I, I had bought kitchen confidential the paperback for, so for me to read and i'm like i'm i'm going i'm going to need a book to read cuz this this, comm- this commencement ceremony oh you bought takes, that book for that i bought the book i around that time i started reading it and got like a good chunk of it of the way through uh a good chunk maybe got like 3 2 a third a third to half of the way through the book okay. during that commencement ceremony wow because that was far more uh wow. that was far more better use of my time reading well, um reading kitchen confidential little preview here history of beef and part 2
1: takes place in exact this exact moment well I'll get to this later
0: it's amazing how this all coincides by the way yeah no you know um, what I mean like
1: this is so little tease here I I'll I'll talk about this later but what what a day I didn't even realize that you were reading that that mm-hmm. book around this time yeah yeah you're uh you're <clears throat> um early June or late May? Late May. Late May. Okay. I, I remember that day very vividly, of course. Yes. Your graduation yes. party a couple days after the yeah. commencement. Yeah. So, um, this, this is something I will go into later, but right. yeah, that around that time were definitely, you know, wheels were, uh, moving for, for beef and things in general. Yeah. But,
0: things were being, the wheels were in motion. For oh, sure. yeah. Absolutely. And so that was for me, that moment of like, of my life, of like graduating college, that kind of ceremony. Right. He'll be like not that he knows, not that he knew, or, or even cared, but he was very much no, an no. integral part of, of that. For not, me but. to be reading that book during my commencement ceremony because I, I just didn't want to be sitting there bored as fuck, right? Watching names being read, and not that not everybody's like yeah we understand like commencement ceremonies. Everybody's there to like support like well for our families uh, and stuff, for our yeah.
1: millennial friends. Listening to the podcast, man. Our social media wasn't like this back then in twenty fourteen. You had to read a book. Could just browse, browse Twitter all day. No. <laughs> <laughs> but man, can you 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 know? A book is obviously easier on the eyes too. No, but well, yes, but you know, if you graduated from uh, CSUN back then, with today's kind of. Phone culture, There'd be no books. You'd probably be the only person with a book.
0: I, I probably was the only person with a book there. Because, I mean, phone cult... I mean, I don't... I don't, I don't know, know about that. I'm pretty sure. That's four years ago. It, that's not that long ago. These days, four years ago is 25 years yeah, ago. I, I felt Twitter, the Twitter culture was there then, too. Not nearly in the same way. Uh, it, okay. Degree to disagree, but... Um, uh, where was I going with this? You're talking about kind of Bourdain's impacts oh, on yeah. You know, so your that experience was that was everything. like the transition to the, the next educational phase, because you know, like I don't know. Once I left, once I graduated, you know, I needed to start work and or start doing more things. You know, I start not working, but like, I you know, once I sl- start doing something, once I left school, I needed to keep learning. Like, I, I don't want to stop like I never want to have this this element of myself where I'm like congratulations I'm done with school now I don't have to take classes or I don't have to like you know expand anything because I graduated college and I'm right. set like like there's there's things I would love to go back and do oh. you know, like oh I forgot to take my engineering I could get better you know, I need to get better math classes or engineering w- or, with something you know,
1: technical like that I can understand that yeah with all the classes I took and, uh, there was a lot of math. It wasn't a lot of technical stuff. I, I never, I never felt I, like either that. Either
0: way, I wanted to take more other, other sure. classes. We're, are yeah. yeah. We will not digress too much. Okay. Um, but anyway, that was just sort of the impact. So I finished K- Kitchen Confidential within like a week. It was, it was like the second fastest book I've ever read because it was that good of a yeah. read. It was just boom and like, uh, Get, you know, he, he's got such a great way with words, and he he does a great way of not like keeping you on a subject too long. Like like every other chapter would be, you know, why restaurants fail and why you should never be a, a restaurateur. <laughs> you know, a because business. Like he always talks about the dentist who who made a good living and and threw a great little house party, and someone says you should open a restaurant, and, and then his <laughs> ego gets tapped in. You know, to say maybe you should open a restaurant. It'll be called you know dentists, you know killer burgers and it just horrible it, shit, you know, whatever bad and
1: advice I, everywhere, and bad this, menu everything.
0: It explains, you know, he he he, and he was always the chef that would go in to failing restaurants and then just close. Not that he would cl- destroy them, but he just like he'd be the chef that they'd hire because they just needed a chef to do it and he would be he was. He He needed the money to do it for. Right. He needed the drug money, or the oh, me- so or, or the it, methadone so is money. This
1: in the early eighties. Uh, well, he it was in. So the, I know. I know his drug habit was a little bit earlier on. It was like in the early late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, then, that's kind of like the cocaine era was. Yeah. Seventy six to eighty eight.
0: His his he'll tell in the book. It's he describes his most difficult times actually getting is is the withdrawal in the methadone era. Okay. When he was getting off, getting getting clean because so probably late eighties, early nineties, correct? Yeah. So, anyway, I read that book, and then I bought a cook. You know, just next one, you know, Cook's Tour, which yep. is about the Food Network show he was on. Yeah. And so, anyway, it, it was it was always you know something about what 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 he could teach you, and, and just about the food world and and even just like the sort of romantic you know romanticized notion of like what it means to be some sort of outcast yeah in in out, almost like I, an outlaw in in the in the world of you know the food you know I, I could relate to that some ways I'm not gonna lie here Steve
1: I really feel a deep connection in what he was trying to do within food mm mm-hmm. with what we're trying to do here with the band yeah. You know, it it really hit me tonight yeah. before I called you up and want to make sure we do this podcast. Yeah. I re- I really felt like the way he tried to connect with people and the honesty and the unbiasedness and the you know, just Ignoring whatever bullshit's going on, you know, not not focusing on anything but what the subject is is really what I feel like, at least personally, and I know you're you and Jake, you know, I, th- I think you share the same thing. We're we're trying to get to the heart of the matter of a certain subject, and a certain connectivity that's trying to be positive and universal, and you know, we're not. Going for the worldliness, but you know we're we're trying to go for uh, a connectivity that tries to go beyond, you know, whatever. Uh, not superficial, but just w- however people relate through music. You know, it's not necessarily categorized, or you know, it's a, not it's not all niche, but it just sometimes it feels like people aren't, you know, listening to different types of music or this might be more of a social media thing or whatever, but, you know, I, I, I just think that the way Bourdain went about, you know, describing food and describing culture and everything, it just seems in line with kind of what we're doing. And, you know, I really realized that once you started to show me, some of the uh some of those early no reservations episodes yeah. you know from season 1 in 2005 was yeah. fucking great you know like the the Iceland episode oh. the New Jersey
0: episode <laughs> it's just like, it's fucking good and i i think you know for me uh there's a couple episodes i i, I think you know if anything, he was more of a he had this sort of educational element to it. I think definitely
1: educational, yeah. Where
0: and there's my more than us. <laughs> and my favorite episodes, and if I've explained this many times, are the ones where he's not necessarily traveling for like he's actually traveling to places. Oftentimes, right. it's it's my like I can count the number on my head. It's you know the U.S. desert one is my favorite, but like amazing. We just the... watched we just watched the at the, at the table with. Yep. With a couple food personalities of his first. Interesting his, episode. A very interesting. I got I got episode. more
1: thoughts than I want to share on this you particular know, pod. Or interesting episode.
0: Or if he's traveling to anything that's a food related event, like for example, the uh, cook it raw convention in Japan. Great with episode. All the top chefs that he would he has been promoting, you know, the Sean Braun. Kind of waiting for David, David Chang's Chang say know. something. I, um, I haven't seen anything, but the I, Magnus Nilson's the Renate I'm Red Sorry, continue, and um, and then another favorite of mine. We we haven't I haven't shown you this yet. is the closing uh, of El Boe, which I feel is probably the most connective thing for me of, as Lost Beat Six. You know the kind of oh really yeah for like the Lost Beat Six sort of theme of of what we're trying to do and who we're trying to please. You know, okay, and the kind of you know the the need for this sort of growth. And thought, thought-provoking, uh, creative processes, and 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 well, um, i got no shortage of that. And that one's another episode where he goes to the closing, the final, the final uh, dinner with a bunch of other All food right. writers, and um, and you know, I just remember like, you know, Jose Andres talking about what, what El Buey meant to Ferran F- and um, you know, I just remember him saying, no, no, because it was a it was a failing restaurant. In, okay, in, in, in a business standpoint, it was an, right. It's losing it's, money. It's, in a, it's a part. It's reclu- in a reclusive part of Spain, not making a profit, getting you know not a lot of people to the place. Probably but high make, rent, you know. Probably high rent, and the idea is that no, no, we're not here for them. We're here for us. What we're doing here well, is I more can relate imp- to that. What we're here, what we're doing here is more important than what what people the are money relating to. Is. So you know um anyway that that's that that line resonated with me when Jose Andres was talking about that thing anyway the the but those those are those are themes that he would and and this is probably my biggest point about the whole Let's go into thing it. is that he Tony Anthony Bourdain as he would say it was not the greatest chef everybody is claiming him as a master chef technically he was because of his uh uh, pedigree at Culinary Institute of America. Right. You he know, had, he had his chops well before in 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 his technique special is fantastic. I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Well, there, there there's, you know, parts of his
1: technique or maybe at large were great, but you know, but he he was never really he, a world renowned chef or anything.
0: Not really, no.
1: His greatest achievement was something else.
0: Correct. And and but what he was, was he was the culinary world or the gastronomic world's greatest facilitator.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. He's kind of like a like a Magic Johnson of like running, you know, like he can play every position and show you everything.
0: I, I made a list of things that I would not know about, had not shown like... Had like had he had he not had not been like a follower of his right and I could I could listen to I could it'll be fast but it's like Dave Chang Viet, Vietnamese Pho, Wiley Dufresne yeah Thomas Keller Pappy and Harriets um, love Pappy and Pirosky, Pirosky in Seattle nice. um Josh I mean Josh how would do agree but like I got more I can't tell you about like, him but yeah you know I got more into the, but sure that episode was you know an introduction a to a the good, Queens of the Stone Age for me anyway. And, uh, uh, you know, Roy Choi, Cat's Deli, Franklin Barbecue, um... Franklin. Why, Brad Sh- out? Why Brunch Sucks. Does he have an interview with Franklin? Uh, a brief one. We're gonna have to watch that later. Yeah. Continue. Uh, um, Jose Andres, El Boyi, Farinadria, uh, Sean Brock, Michael Roman, Zamir. Zamir? I mean, f- hey, man, Zamir. What a guy. Um, uh... Writers like Bill Bill Buford uh, Bill Buford I keep saying Bill Buford, um, and, the worst version, and Michael Roman, and um, and um, Corvette Summers. yeah, you know Japanese yak- yakitori, sake bar, hagi in New York City. Hell yeah, I mean, it, I mean, that's just a list. of The list goes on. It goes on, and I, I was I was noticing in, the, in in my article I wrote, I'm writing basically, you know, I'm having a hard time remembering what things were like before Anthony Bourdain came into like my life and I don't well, really and I, know I
1: don't know if I can tell you anything about that but what I can tell you I don't really want to in the last it. year which is when we started watching no reservations yeah is that I, I had never really seen a guy connect with cultures like Bourdain did in the such a purely positive way in such a journalistic human humanitarian way like it it's just I didn't realize that existed and to know that now he's not here with us is really it's a shame but I think we can both agree that he was an all-time beaver.
0: oh for sure